Purbudita what we call it mudita and it's translated as sympathetic joy or empathetic joy or gladness at the welfare or good fortune of another person or another being and this quality is a very helpful antidote to uh, jealousy or the kind of um, sullen lack of appreciation indifference boredom negativity it's kind of if we get too self-centered always thinking about ourselves then we can get lost stuck in our, our own woes our own invitations and so this quality of mudita is very helpful to open up to to learn to experience gladness at the good fortune of another being if we can experience joy another being's welfare then it takes us out of our self-centered view the tremendous concern of our own fortune or misfortune This is one of the four Brahma Viharas, or so-called divine or abidings, or places beyond the sensory world, beyond the sensory attraction, pleasure, pain systems. It's a kind of loftier heart space. And with these, you can't you can't really just manufacture these feelings, these moods, suffusions. You can't say now you'll feel it. You have to first of all learn to recognise where it exists. Actually, focus in on something that where it, where it will arise naturally a sense of gladness joy at another, another being's welfare will arise naturally to recognize it and from that point of realizing it exists noting the feeling in the heart then we can dwell upon that feeling in the heart and learn to it 
to cause it to expand over a vast number of beings and vast uh, including ourselves When we have mudita, which includes ourselves, it means we're able to realize and appreciate our own good fortune, that which we already have, the the goodness that we already have, that's already given to us. We learn how to appreciate. Why this can be so difficult is because trying, or desire, wanting to have always stops us appreciating anything. And so with these, with these Brahma Viharas, none of them work if you try to have them or get them. You come up with either something that's artificial or you don't come up with anything. So for Mudita, like the other Brahma-vihara, one has to find or recollect something, uh, an instance or a person or a situation where this quality would arise. We know that all beings enjoy their own happiness. Happiness may come from uh, a simple physical thing, like uh, not feeling hungry, feeling warmth, or than coldness. Or it can be something to do with... Uh, success, worldly success even, doesn't have to be that uh, refined in experience before we feel kind of a sense of gain or happiness. So for example, recognizing perhaps one of the most um, easy personal experiences recognizing how how one's body enjoyed eating or having something to eat feeling fed feeling nourished Or feeling warm or having a warm bath, just opening up to that image, that recollection. How, even though we can't continue keep it, just the recognition of that well being coming to us and to appreciate that.
it may be something that another person, it was their birthday, or um, things went well for them, they're popular, they're liked, they're happy, they're succeeding, instead of just the reaction that means you feel very separate from that and jealous of it, more cultivated response to to recognize that the good fortune that this is something that we can relate to. The experience of good fortune is a happy one. Another person's good fortune makes them happy. If we can attune to that, the arising of happiness, another person's good fortune, just any instance we can rec- that we can recall. The feeling is one of empathy and sensitivity. We begin to realize how happiness is not something that we have to hold for ourselves or feel jealous of. If we can be cultivate this this sensitivity, then we can experience well-being through other people's well-being, through other people's good fortune. And it's very beautiful, because one, not the quality of happiness is enriched by the sense of empathy, the sense of communion. The, the sensitivity that, that Mudita brings around. We're no longer so stuck into ourself. We can extend this through a whole range of beings, animals, creatures, sustaining their lives, being when their lives are sustained. They very readily express their happiness, their well-being. When we have pets, people who have pets have them because it one of the reasons is that a pet animal 
expresses its its contentment, and we get um, we get a good feeling out of that. They're so naive, they're so innocent that when they are when you give a dog a bone or or um, a pat or you stroke a cat, it's totally unreserved in expressing its its happiness at that. And that makes us feel good. We feel we've been part of that. This is why uh, so many people have pets, is the need to experience that sense of empathy and to resonate with another creature's joy. Whenever any creature any being is fed or is rested or is warmed experiences that moment of of happiness we can resonate with that and just training the mind to, to note this, this possibility, instead of being confined into a point of self, always separate from and longing for and unquenchable in its need experience joy with the joy of all beings. And even if you have this, just a flash for a moment, just notice what 
that experience is about the opening into something more infinite, infinite, rather than narrow and self-centered. And as you cultivate over time, you cultivate this particular practice. And the more you can learn to catalyze that expansion of the heart and abide in it, then we can, uh, you can put aside or let, let go of the image, the idea that brings it up. And just sustain it as an open-hearted responsiveness, gladdened by the welfare of beings. The last of the Brahma Vihara is Upeka, is also a Paramita, a transcendent virtue. It's also a, a realization through insight, a kind of peaceful, not going getting elated, not getting depressed, the kind of serenity towards all conditions, upeka, equanimity, evenness. We can see mudita is, is like a kind of development of metta, and Upekar is rather like a development of Karuna. Karuna, compassion. That which recoils from or tries to prevent is moved against is moved against the suffering of others 
which appreciates the suffering of others, not callous. Karuna is, a, is this uh, increased sensitivity, but not a sadness. Not asking that things be different, it's just an honest response to the suffering of others. Upeka is a deeper thing a non-judging a kind of um, way in which we are recognizing the nature of conditioned experience good fortune, bad fortune confused, ignorant, malicious tendencies that are present in humans come up through ignorance skillful, patient loving, wise expressions and gestures that come from clarity and with Upeka we're not asking we're not asking that things be other we're not blaming people for ignorance not offended by them, by their ignorance. It's not saying we, we wish to increase it, or that we're saying it's a good thing, but instead of feeling offended, affronted, bitter, frightened, depressed by it, we recognize that there is this quality of ignorance, and from this, and grasping and desire, and from this humans will act in greedy or frightened or vicious ways is like that all beings affected by ignorance and desire will act in these ways when they are affected in those by those formations So it's not a person, it's not the particular people are this way or that way. It's the conditions are like this. So, Upeka, equanimity, is a kind of very fine love in that it's Love is a vulnerability an ability to empathize with, to receive, 
to bear, to not react with grasping, greed or aversion, to not demand anything. With Eupeka, we're not demanding or asking that the world be wise, fine, beautiful, spiritual, truthful. We're not setting that up as a, as a standard that we're expecting. So we're not living in a, um, in a state where we can become bitter or... shocked Upeka also recognition that when there's goodness good karma good actions it's like this it has has these good effects and we're not making more of that than it is. It's not like everything is wonderful or this is the only way or everybody should be this way. It's just that we recognize when there's goodness, it's good. It's this way. So we're not getting excited or fanatical about that. There's that quality of non-grasping that happiness or goodness and non-rejection of unhappiness or evil. Karma. We are heirs to our karma. inherit certain tendencies all beings inherit certain tendencies certain compulsions certain habits and act upon them to a larger or lesser extent this is the way it is When we cultivate Upeka, we can consider non-blaming, recognizing whatever unhelpful, unskillful action occurs, comes from unknowing, and from previous conditioning 
from hurt or pain, from habit, from loss or fear. And we're not going to add to that cycle. non-blaming so when there's recognition of failure hurt evil instead of just projecting that shock out onto another being the resentment We contemplate our own mind. The expectation that we have. And we learn to relax it. Pekar's about forgiving. Not smothering over with a, some kind of platitude, but a deep forgiving through wisdom. Consider any any action one has done. One feels guilt or pain about. And cultivate the forgiving, the acknowledgement. Recognizing the compulsive habit, the self in it, and no longer intensifying, creating self-image out of that. Just the action as an action with no person involved.
and uh, bring up the reflection, the image, good fortune, skillfulness. one's own good fortune, one's own skillfulness, or that of another person. Notice the tendency to to want to dwell in it, to rejoice, sometimes to to hold it, to even have a kind of congratulation, self-congratulation, or to idolize someone, someone else. It's creating a kind of uh, personality, charisma around one's own goodness or that of another person, becoming a star. is where if we're not we have no equanimity towards goodness we end up creating uh, conceits of various kinds insensitivity we get because we have goodness we become uh, we can inflate and be blind or insensitive to our shortcomings. So, equanimity, goodness is goodness, happiness is happiness, it arises. If we don't don't grasp it, if we don't make a person out of it, if we don't own it, And it's just that cooling, that non-inflating. Evenness. non-praising. We cultivate this 
consider the taste of success in oneself or in others. Who does it belong to? Then the failure in oneself and others. To whom does that belong? So if you can catch it, it's that moment of non-belonging. What the mind is like when there's no belonging. When instead of fixed entities, there are there is a wonderful space in which patterns form we're not the pattern and there is the space Whatever happens, that space is there for those who can accomplish, for those, for that realization. There is this space which spreads over everything, which takes in everything, uncramped. and death 
The realization of upeka is a realization of life. Beyond birth and death. 